Now we're looking across the Atlantic to New York City. The famous Central Park in Manhattan covers more than 800 acres, and within it you'll find a lot of history. There's about two dozen statues of historical figures within the park. Until very recently, though, none of these statues depicted an actual historical woman. That all changed over the summer, when a new sculpture was unveiled, honouring three key figures in the American women's rights movement. Colin Flynn spoke to the sculptor Meredith Bergman and found out more. It is one of the most famous parks in the world, synonymous with New York City. We'll have Manhattan, the Bronx and Staten Island too. Central Park in Midtown Manhattan is as iconic as New York itself. In Central Park we'll stroll. And within the vast park for the past 167 years, there have been 23 statues dedicated to historical men. Alexander Hamilton, Christopher Columbus, Frederick Douglass, William Shakespeare and Beethoven, to name just a few. There's even a statue of a group of bears and a dog named Bolto. But women in the entire park, sure, they're represented. Alice in Wonderland, Mother Goose and Juliet clinging to Romeo. 72 million people visit Central Park every year, but they would never have seen a statue of a real historical female figure. That is, until now. That's the sound of a purple veil being pulled back to reveal the beautiful 14 feet high Women's Rights Pioneer Monument in Central Park earlier this year. My name is Meredith Bergman and I am the sculptor of the Women's Rights Pioneers Monument for Central Park in New York City. Meredith Bergman is a sculptor based in New York and two years ago she won the commission to depict two historical women in a new monument. The two figures Meredith was asked to immortalise in bronze were Elizabeth Cathy Stanton and Susan B. Anthony. A highly symbolic act to create the first statues of real historic women to stand in New York city's Central Park, which for 167 years has been a place of refuge and contemplation with 23 statues of men and Alice in Wonderland and Mother Goose and no historic women, as if the achievements of women were not worthy of statuary, which in the 19th century, I guess they were not. So the brief, the assignment was to create statues of Elizabeth Cady Stanton and Susan B. Anthony, who were collaborators in abolition and suffrage movements and were really the figureheads of the movement in the 19th century. To understand who these figures were, we have to go back in time to the Seneca Falls Convention, the very first women's rights convention in the United States, which took place in Seneca Falls, New York in 1848. 
The convention had been organised by a local homemaker, Elizabeth Cathy Stanton. She was a well-educated and politically active woman, and over 300 people attended her conference. On the second day, they signed a document of 12 resolutions, making it the first time in US history that women were officially demanding more rights. This was the birth of the women's rights movement. Susan B. Anthony was born in 1830 in Massachusetts. She was from an educated Quaker family, and she happened to meet Elizabeth Cathy Stanton one day on the streets of Seneca Falls, and the two teamed up, together leading the powerful women's rights movement for almost half a century. Well, their determination and their practicality, uh, the variety of reasons for which they were fighting for rights, everything from a kind of indignant sense of entitlement to real suffering, uh, real exclusion, slavery. Meredith came up with a design for these two historical figures sitting at a table. But then a third figure was added, a woman called Sojourner Truth. Oh, freedom. Oh, freedom. Sojourner Truth was born in 1797 in New York, and when she was 11, she was sold into slavery, along with a flock of sheep, for $100. Over the next 20 years, she suffered sexual abuse and continual beatings. She fled from her master in 1926, and just one year later, she went to court to challenge the legality of her son being sold into slavery. And in a landmark case, she was successful. She then became a traveling preacher and a women's rights activist. So it's three women, Sojourner Truth, Anthony and Stanton, working together, sitting around a small table, in the midst of a conversation, and I tried to sculpt it in such a way that you have to decide what they're saying and what their attitudes to each other are and what they're gonna do next. And you can kind of narrate it in your own head, but every time you pass it, you may come up with a different conversation. Meredith's finished statue depicts Sojourner Truth sitting at a table with Elizabeth Cathy Stanton, while Susan B. Anthony stands between them. The three figures look to be in motion. One is holding a pen, the other a parchment, and the third has her hands outstretched, as if to be expressing a point. But to show women from completely different backgrounds, educational, economic, religious, racial, and to show them working together to make the world better, to change society. Why do you think, Meredith, it took so long to get a statue depicting historical women in Central Park? I think everything in the city takes a long time. There's a great deal of bureaucracy. And there's a conservative sense, especially in Central Park, that the park is beautiful, that it has a historic collection. And for the last 70 years, there have been no new statues in the park mm. allowed. Um, so they were very loath to to break that, to lift that moratorium. I read in some articles as well, I remember that people were saying that you had broken the bronze ceiling by producing <laughs> this piece. So how does that feel when you read things like that, that you are the, the artist who has immortalized these three now in bronze in Central Park? Oh, just joy and delight. Um, the unveiling, which had to be socially distanced and very small, it couldn't be a huge public celebration, it was really a press conference, 
was nevertheless an hour or so of speeches and thank yous and Hillary Clinton came and gave a lovely, really relevant speech. Um, there was a great deal of pride and happiness. The statues were unveiled in Central Park on August the 26, 2020, on the 100th anniversary of the ratification of the 19th Amendment, making it law that women could vote. As Sojourner Susan Elizabeth understood, we are all freer when every one of us is free. Our democracy belongs to all of us. It took six long years, a lot of bureaucracy, and $1.5 million for these statues to become a reality. So the next time you're in New York City and you find yourself strolling through Central Park, pay a visit to Meredith Bergman's sculpture and the first three real women to be immortalized in bronze in Central Park. What do you want people to think, Meredith? I know this is a question you probably get all the time, but when people are strolling by it, not even aware that it's there and they stumble across it, tourists or New Yorkers alike, what do you want them to think when they look at your your piece of art? I'd like them to think about all the women right now who are sitting sitting together, maybe around a table, and trying to figure out how best to convince probably men to give them more rights or to make them and their children safer or to make the world a freer place. Well, Meredith Bergman, it has been a pleasure talking to you. And I just want to say thank you so much for your time. Oh, you're very welcome. It's a pleasure talking with you, especially on this subject. Colin Flynn was reporting there. He was talking to sculptor Meredith Bergman about the newly unveiled Women's Rights Pioneers Monument honouring those three important figures in the battle for women's rights.